What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download that app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Mm-hmm. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Joined in studio by my guys, Big Dave Watson. Bow! Bow! BAWL Sports. Mark K. Still here in Chicago. Every day is more beautiful than the next. MK Hoops on Twitter. Our pal and producer Joey Spathis is at Joey Spathis. He's Joey 1K. Longhorns represent. He ah! sneakily snuck in the Longhorns hand sign, whatever it is. This. While Longhorn, we were taking yes. our picture at center court before the game. Tonight. Oh, he wasn't sneaking that. He meant that. Look at his outfit. We had to convince him to take <laughs> off his Why? Texas jersey. Y'all made him take that off? Yes. Why? Because we were taking a picture at center court of the Bulls game. But that's who he represent. Yeah, and he's he got, got a, on a Bulls shirt. Yeah, we wanted a clean Bulls shirt, not this Texas like nonsense. I don't like that. I'll ask him if you watched the Bulls game or not. What? Yeah, okay. He kind of watched the Bulls it's game. It's not even in focus, Joseph. It wasn't, Joe. He kind of watched the Bulls game. He was more focused on, you know, Texas and and very much more hyped about it. I'm sure you saw that, too, because I was sitting next to him as well. Well, yeah, I was sitting next to the dude, and all of a sudden he started erupting because something happened. I'm like, right. what are you talking about? Like, nothing's <laughs> happening on the floor. out on the floor. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? He's going like, nuts, man. He's just sitting there with his freaking phone. He's about them Longhorns, man. Yeah, That's man. what he rocks with. He bought them Longhorns. While Joey was freaking out about his Longhorns, yes. the Bulls were building a, I'll say it, surprisingly large lead against Talk Miami Talk about Heat. it. Yeah. Heat have had some troubles this year. The Bulls came into this one 2-0 and against the Heat thus far this season. Say it again. But say it again. Say it again, please. That the Bulls were 2-0 and against the Heat coming into this one? I just wanted one? to hear that. I just wanted to hear that. Go that ahead. they were. Go ahead. But second night of a back-to-back for the Bulls. We all were there last night. We saw it. Two overtimes, a million minutes for all the Bulls' biggest players. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to come out flat, lethargic, exhausted. They came out, built a 20-point lead like it was nothing. Yeah. Yep. Then they also did what we have watched the Bulls do all season long, mm-hmm. which was cough up that lead. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in the fourth quarter, at one point, I believe the Heat got it down to three mm-hmm. before Kobe White hit a couple of big key shots. Shot. Bulls made a few stops. Yep. Built that lead back up to a comfortable margin mm. and cruised to the finish line for that final score of 113 to 99. Yes. Uh, with that win, the Bulls more solidly foot themselves in the Eastern Conference play in picture. Hurrah, hurrah. Hurrah! <laughs> God um, damn it. <laughs> your favorite part of this game, Dave? Well, a few things. Mm-hmm. Let me start here. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is why. Games like this is why you can't always subscribe to logic. Because <laughs> the logic will tell you that the Bulls coming in after a double overtime game with DeMar DeRozan plays a ridiculous amount minutes. of minutes and didn't look like he was the healthiest human being after that, coming in on the back-to-back, going against the Miami Heat, who are, where are they? On eighth, seventh, seventh or eighth? Seventh, seventh. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. They're pretty high up. And also you lose Caruso. And then you lose Patrick Beverly, who had a great game. Coming in against a Heat team who, like you just said, is is pretty higher up than you are in the standings and hasn't played a game since Wednesday. So they were well-rested and healthy and ready to go and got their asses whipped by the Chicago Bulls coming in on the back-to-back. You can't subscribe to logic all the time. You know what I mean? Not all the time. Not 100% of it. You can't do it. Sometimes – 
you know, you just get moments like this. And it was great to see because you were worried coming into this game. You know, everybody was. You, everybody kind of felt like, well, you know, back-to-back, playing the Heat, you're going to get your ass whooped. Like, that's what's going to happen. It was the other way around. I mean, they did a 180 on their ass. You know, it was a woozy. It was a wazzy. <laughs> they did it to them, man. And they put it on those guys. And if it was what surprised me more than anything, Marque, it was more of a team kind of thing. Because yeah. nobody just really, truly dominated in this game. Even though Patrick Beverly led them at halftime, you know, at, with the uh, 14 points and he mm-hmm. hit those huge three-pointers, you know, the back-to-back. Like, he was just on fire. Patrick mm-hmm. Beverly was 5 of 10 yeah. from downtown tonight. Insanity. I think he matched his career total and made threes tonight. Insanity. <laughs> all right? Insanity. And then even coming into the third quarter in that second half and going into the fourth quarter, they, they scored 20 points. Because <laughs> there was a point where it was like 90 to 86, like you mentioned earlier. Like, they came back and you knew the run was coming. You understood the run was coming. The difference this time was the Bulls were resilient. They, they knew the run was coming, and they still persevered. Shout out to Kobe White for hitting those huge threes. Patrick Williams hit a huge bucket. Vooch uh, also scored. Uh, we saw DeMar DeRozan was just all over the place for this squad. Zach Levine had seven assists. All right? Everybody was getting everybody involved tonight, and that was really cool to see. Um, yeah, like you can't subscribe to Logic a hundred percent of the time. Sometimes you get games like this that you really have to win to make sure you stay above, you know what I'm saying, these teams below you in the play in and the Bulls got it done tonight, man. You speak of logic and this is this is exactly it's funny that you say this because pregame one of our listeners, Jackson, came up to us and said hello. And I said to him, I literally said to this to him, I said, they're going to get absolutely killed tonight. <laughs> they got double overtime last night. DeMar played 52 minutes or whatever yeah. it was. They're going to get beat. The Heat are a good team. We obviously know what the Heat can do. Like, this is poised to be a schedule loss. Yeah. And then they shoot 60% from the field in the first <laughs> half, 50% from, the, from three in the first half, up by 25 at the first half. Makes no sense, this team. <laughs> I don't understand this team. Yeah. Is, isn't Jackson so glad he listens in to our expertise and, and <laughs> listens to our predictions for what's going to happen? Shout yeah. out. Shout, Shout out, out, Jackson. He, he came by. Uh, I, I was hanging out at the Goose Island Pub at halftime. He Flex. popped in and, and said hello to me. Sean, too. Appreciate you. Uh, well, so, yeah, while we're doing shoutouts, shout out to Sean. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bulls security guard extraordinaire. My man. Um, Game of what, what's his name in the comments when he's hanging out with us on YouTube, Joe? Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy. If y'all see Bruce Leroy hanging out in the comments, Certified that is legend. Sean of United Center Security. I wish y'all that meant. <laughs> um, I wish you did. Who was hanging out at that watch party with y'all that I unfortunately had to yes, miss? Yes, yes. Sean gave me some flack for that. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I, I, and I took it. Right but that's why I love him. Right he, so. you know, uh, he relayed through Will the Go Gottlieb to us, like, hey, if you guys get here at, by a certain time, I'll let you come out to you know center court and snap yeah. a picture. Ain't that awesome? And uh, yeah, was that your first time out there on the court? Second, second, but it had been a long time since the last time. Joey, your first time? Um, at center court, yeah, I think I probably like walked on like the outer edge, but yeah. Okay, all right, that's cool. I don't have to ask you, Mark. I'm just- <laughs> well, I wanted to get up some jump shots, but Carl Lowry was warming up, so. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get it done. You wanted to show the form? You wanted to show it? Hey, the Bulls are bad shoot three-point shooting team. Right? <laughs> Ten days? I could take that spot that Matty Lynch hey, hey, man, that's big shoes right there, Marquette. <laughs> I can fill them, bro. All right. Oh, what? They're Talk not that. big, but I'll fill them. Talk that 
shit, Marquette. Kyle Lowry was getting some it. shots up yeah. while we were snapping that photo. You could have just grabbed one of his misses, grabbed the rebound, and taken the ball down the other you side. You know, of the there court. was a bunch of misses. Yeah. <laughs> it was going down. I'm All sorry. the best to Kyle Lowry. As he yes. tries to make Shout it out back. to him, man. Um, yeah, that w- that was really cool. Appreciate Sean uh, for giving us that opportunity tonight. Oh, yeah. Appreciate mm-hmm. him for tuning in. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at, you you rightfully predicted to Jackson, Mark. Bulls are going to get their asses kicked tonight. Yeah. Everything about this game had ass whooping written all over it. Everything. Late night, double OT, heavy minutes. DeMar looking a little banged up in that game last night. Yeah. Alex Caruso reportedly being banged up after that game last night. Walking Lo and behold, Caruso plays 10 minutes tonight, leaves the game, does not return. Yeah. And we've heard from a few different sources that he left tonight's game in a walking boot. Walking boot. So, not great. Not great at all. Not great news there for those still cheering for that playing competition. Come on with it. Um, <laughs> outside of Beverly's insane out of nowhere night shooting the three ball, what, uh, I mean, was Kobe White's performance off the bench the next most impressive thing about tonight? Ooh, Especially yeah. for a guy who has been kind of dealing with a cold shooting streak recently. The last couple of games, he's come around, hit a couple of shots here and there. But tonight, I mean, four of eight and eighteen, four of eight from three and eighteen points off the bench, mm-hmm. including some big ones in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That's the Kobe White that Bulls fans say, maybe that's the guy we should hold on to next yeah. season. And and the six assists, as you mentioned before, we got on there, uh, were also huge too. Um, so that's like you know he's getting it done in, on on in both uh, capacities. Like he's not just being selfishly trying to score. He's also getting everybody involved on, yep. on the team. And that's important. But fourth quarter Kobe, as I was screaming, <laughs> is my favorite Kobe. He's the best one. He's the best version of it. And I love that Billy Donovan has developed some kind of trust with him because he gives him all kinds of minutes in the fourth. I can't remember the last time Kobe hasn't started in the fourth quarter. Like, he always gives him that first run at it. And he's kind of... He kind of understands what Kobe has and if he's feeling it. Because you've seen him yank him, you know, pretty early before in that fourth quarter. Yeah. And then you've seen him leave him in. Even if he misses like a shot or two, you'll still see him leave him in because he's like, no, I think he's got a little something tonight, you know? I think he's got a little something. And he definitely had a little something. Seven to 12 from the field, four of eight from the three-point line. I told you, I've said this many a time before on this show. The best thing about Kobe White this season is he forgets the shot as soon as it goes in or it misses. He forgets it. It doesn't matter to him anymore because his job is the next one. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the next play. Let me do the next thing out there. Also, defensively, I thought he was solid, as you know. <laughs> I thought he was solid defensively. He, got, he had to guard Jimmy Butler. He had to guard Struess. He had to guard Tyler Hero. He guarded Bam out of bio for a possession. Like, he had to body up on a lot of guys, man. So, Billy gave him a lot of, of rope to do his thing. 27 minutes is a lot of minutes for Kobe mm-hmm. out there doing it, but – he did his thing, Marque, and I, I was really proud watching him. Yeah, four of eight threes, you said tonight. Yes, sir. Previous game, two of four. Mm-hmm. Game before that, four of six, I think, off the top of my head. So he's in a, a good stretch here, 10 of 18, I think, if, if I've done my math correctly, which is nice to see because the previous four games from that, it was like three of 13, something like yeah. that. So mm-hmm. we know Kobe can be hot and cold, but when that jumper is going, he's a guy that can close games for you, particularly, like you said, with Caruso out. You needed someone off the bench to really step up, and Kobe did that. Like, last night, Bulls bench combined, for, I think, for 19 points. Tonight, mm. 
at half time the Bulls bench had 20 points <laughs> like finished with 36 and a big part obviously is, is obviously Kobe coming off and, and having that 18 points so yeah he was great tonight he deserved to close even if Caruso was healthy you can make an argument that you really needed Kobe to close because the Bulls were struggling to generate offense in that second half so uh, yeah really good game from Kobe and he's just rounding out like a, a, a nice little purple patch here where he's put together like three or four good games yeah he really has man um, Dexter in the comments saying, yes, definitely re-sign Kobe. He's young, a good three-point shooter in the clutch. He just has to work on his consistency, which is something yeah. we've talked about, you know, a, a good amount this season. Right. Uh, our producer, Joey, just threw a, a poll up in the comments for those of you Joey on YouTube Pope? asking, should the Bulls re-sign Kobe this offseason? Cast your votes, yes or no. Um, Hit your thumbs Joe up. the Blacksmith saying, keep Kobe. Chemistry is everything, and he's building it with P. Will. Mm. Um, Joey Blacksmith? They do, uh, they do seem to have some sort of budding chemistry, with especially now Pat shifting to this reserve unit, at mm. least for mm. the, you know, the, the home stretch of this regular season. We'll yeah. see if they're both back next season, who's starting, who's coming off the bench. But yeah. did you guys get a chance to listen to their like two-person interview that they did with Casey for the Bulls Talk pod? No, I, like, I think it was earlier this week. Maybe yeah. like, it, was, yeah. it was good. Like, and you could tell the rapport that they have when right. they're just two guys talking about hoops together, mm. um, which is cool. Mm. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about what decisions face this Bulls team this offseason, mm. who stays, who goes. Are they going to make a major sh- shakeup? Mm. But it's, it's hard to deny that Kobe and Pat have developed some kind of strong bond yep. this mm. season. Let me say this about, about Pat. I, what I liked is, well, one, he, he wasn't great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He wasn't great starting the game. But what I liked is – he didn't remember any of it. He when he got to that fourth quarter, took a huge colossal three. three, and I thought he was better defensively in that fourth quarter than he was earlier on in the game when he was getting worked. And remember, he was getting twenty four shot clock violations, uh, forgetting you know which man he was supposed to guard. Because I'm like, dude, get out on the street. You know, I was screaming about that, um, but he wasn't out there on it on his man. He was. I don't know why he was leaving Struz to double team guys at the top of the key and leaving them. I don't know why, but. Whatever. I like the fact that he didn't let those mistakes define his evening. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I fucked up. I screwed up. This is what happened. I'm going to go ahead and keep playing. And Billy, again, continuing to give this man more rope to play. He played 33 minutes tonight. That was a lot of minutes. You know what I'm you saying? Know, some of that is Caruso's absence. Sure, sure. But even yesterday, it was yeah. the same thing. You know what I mean? He gave him a lot of minutes, you know what I'm saying, yesterday. A lot of time, you know what I'm saying, to, to figure it out and do his thing out there and find out what's comfortable for him. Ended up with 10 points, you know, a couple rebounds, two rebounds, which is still uh, a steal, two blocks, four of 11 shooting is what I'm talking about. That's 36% from the field. That's not great Mm -mm. by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. But the two of four from the three-point line is what is key. He was a plus 14 tonight. Just letting you know that it wasn't just about those shooting numbers. He was getting it done in other facets of the game. And I like that about him. I really did. You will never catch me saying anything negative about Patrick Williams in games where he has 11 field goal attempts. Mm-hmm. All right? Like, the, the issue that we've had with Pat, or at least I've had with Pat, is, like, he goes into that shell and just sort of disappears sometimes. It's become less of a thing over the last month or two. Mm-hmm. But this dude, irrespective of him having a poor shooting night, I like the fact that he was aggressive and still went after it. Like, the, I don't know. Earlier in the season, last season, the season before that, he would go in his shell. He would put the, he'd put his shot away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But tonight, he just kept going, and he was really aggressive. So, and it's just been a, a slow trend. Like he's getting more aggressive. He's putting his shoulder into guys. We were talking about it in the game. Yes, sir. We were saying, okay, he missed that one-handed try to uh, that one-handed running jumper, mm-hmm. but 
I didn't really care because he he made that aggressive move. He put his yeah. shoulder into that heat play. He bodied that heat guy. He did. He just rushed the shot a little bit. I and mean, you were saying you were saying like that he just doesn't maybe believe in the shot just yet. Yeah. But the fact that he's now believing that he can get to the spot now to take the shot, like mm-hmm. that's a step. It's a small step. It's marginal stuff with Pat. It always sure. seemingly is. Sure. That we haven't had that <laughs> massive, massive leap yet. Hopefully that comes soon. But mm-hmm. yeah. The fact that he had 11 field goal attempts tonight, like, mm-hmm. I'll take that, especially when he's not shooting well. Like, fair enough, 11, 11 shots when you're shooting well, cool. When you're shooting poorly and you're still willing to get up 11, 11 shots, to me, that's a, that's a sign of aggression that we haven't necessarily always seen with Pat. Talk, yeah. talk real quick, Mark. Tell me about him defensively, though. Um, because <laughs> even though uh, we talk a lot about him offensively and stuff here, but defensively, we never have that discussion because he's – always solid you know what i'm saying at that end like what is it about him like that is clicking on the defensive end where he's like no i know what to do i know my man and what's great he stays down on shooters you know what i mean like jimmy butler had a difficult time mm. every time he was on it what is it about him that you think that you're seeing defensively from him that's clicking that might not be clicking so much on the offensive side well i think he's just a good fundamental defender like to your point like he doesn't do anything where he's putting himself out of out of rotation a lot like sometimes yes okay that'll that'll happen it's not necessarily all all on him but he's not leaping for shots not trying to block shots he's just playing good sound fundamental defense and it's it's the same thing on offense where he's starting to figure out like hey i'm like 240 i'm six foot eight i'm a massive human <laughs> right. like he's figuring that out on defense as well where He's just not letting guys get past him. He's moving his feet a lot better than what he used to in the past. He's probably learning spacing more in the sense that maybe I don't need to be right up on this guy because if I am, potentially I'm going to get blown by. Maybe I can give this guy like someone like Jimmy who's not necessarily a natural jump shooter. Maybe Mm -hmm. I can lay off that half step, play him for the drive, and that just allows me to take up that space. So Mm -hmm. a lot of it's IQ. A lot of it's him just rounding into... I guess his body, learning more about his body, mm-hmm. learning more about the game itself, and probably just you know knowing his personnel in terms of mm-hmm. who he's guarding as well. So it's probably a combination of factors. But uh, yeah, I've had no queries at all with Pat's defense this year. It's been very, very good. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a young player like that kind of learning and growing into their body. Like, you know, we had some jokes this past off season about you know the the thunder thighs of Patrick Williams. <laughs> I can't remember what they were, but Will dude, is all about the dude thighs, is thick baby. through the trunk. Yeah, thick through the. But like that's one of the great things about something that all three of us got to do over the last few days with great seats very close up near the court when you see the size of a guy like Patrick Williams as opposed to just on your TV screen and you're there and you can see him and you see the length of his arms you see the size of his hands you see his shoulders and his frame and you're like oh that guy can dominate yeah that body can dominate at the NBA level yeah it's just about unleashing the beast. Yes, exactly. But holy crap, I see one right yes. there standing right in front of right. me. Right. You know a monster when you see a monster. Right. Exactly, man. And it's just about, and you said it, Market, like it's just about the belief, in, in my opinion, on the offensive end, excuse, especially. Yeah. Um, he just needs to believe it. Like, he makes the move, and he does it correctly, but when he goes up for the shot, he's still like – will this go in? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Could this go in? Yeah. But the move is perfect. But it's like, when you get in the shot, I need I need the DeMar belief in you that I'm going to hit this no matter what. Like, And that's the thing that has to come along for him. As soon as he clicks that, then you've got a player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you've got a real straight up, no doubt, for real, sure enough, bona fide NBA player. Well, see, he, he showed signs of doing that tonight. Like, there was a position, I think, in the first half where – 
he had like an up, up and under move. Like he he made yeah, the move. Yeah. He didn't necessarily just as soon as like he finished the move, he didn't necessarily just go up and throw the shot because I'm I'm in my spot now. I've got to get the shot up type thing. Yeah. He made the move. He pivoted. He spun a couple times. Went up and under and finished the play. Whereas in the second half, he was getting to his spot, realizing he got to his spot, but then I don't know. Maybe he was off balance or maybe he was wasn't comfortable. Whatever the situation was. So even in in game scenarios, like he can go. You go with waves with Pat. Like that yeah. third quarter wasn't great, but then he hit that big three in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So it was an interesting game from Pat, but uh, I thought it was I thought it was a perfectly fine game from Pat. He was better tonight than he was last night. And, and to your point about like us getting up close this week and getting into those games, there's, there's a line in my, a story that I've got coming out on Monday about like, Thanks. I just, I gained a, a greater appreciation this week how massive this human is <laughs> like, like if you just think about it like i said before he's like 6 8 230 240 whatever it is like just walking around the street that would be the biggest human you would see yes <laughs> just, just just getting around like right. that would be the biggest human i've ever seen <laughs> but in the nba he's just like a wing but mm-hmm. having said that like he's still built like an absolute big like i was yeah. gonna say something else he's yeah. just massive he's a massive massive human and the, the more he learns that that is what he is. I think he's going to get more comfortable. But yes. it's, just, it's yeah. just a slow thing for Pat for whatever reason. And I think when you said believe, like at the game, that's what you were saying. He just needs to believe. He didn't believe. He didn't believe. That's all it is. That's all that's, that's, all that's stopping Pat. That's, that's all it, it is. Uh, we're going to take our first break here on post game. Uh, on the other side, we'll get to more thoughts on tonight's win. We'll get to some super chats that I see we have on deck. Uh, before we take this break, though, real quick, a lot of people in the comments just saying, I think the secret to the bull sauce is Mark K being in Chicago. I don't have um, no problem with that. Bulls Central, shout out to our guy Jamal saying, <laughs> Mark K picked a great time to come when the Bulls finally start playing decent basketball. Salim uh, saying, Mark K effect equals the Pat Bev effect. <laughs> I also saw Salim earlier in the comments trying to take credit for tonight's win because you. You and Salim were hanging out earlier today, Mark. Oh, you hung out with the there's dream? There's that factor. You hung out with Dream? Yeah. My man. Mark K got to see Salim today. I'm jealous. That's awesome. Hi, Salim. Love you, buddy. Um, also, our pals at C-Red UK saying Peck and Big Dave, 2-0 and at the United Center. Mark, 2-1 at yes. the United Center. We all need to attend more games. I don't have no argument with you. The I mean, more free tickets y'all send right. us, the more games we will go to. Other than beer and snacks, I spent $0 at the United <laughs> Center tonight or last night. Congratulations, sir. We, we also got those free Cheez-Its or whatever those things were. Well. We did. That made my night. They yeah, tried, do, do you like that? Do they do that in Australian sporting events? Hand out free snacks to people uh, to try to sober them up as they're leaving the stadium? Not, 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 not that I'm aware of. but You I, know, that's why they do that, right? Yeah. Really? People spent, you know, three hours just now pounding alcoholic drinks at the game. And they're like, have, Allegedly. have some carbohydrates on your way out. That Allegedly. small pack of chips is really right. going really to solve they're the They're doing their part. So up the booze, Mark. When I went to the dock and, and he gave me two of them, I looked at I said, hey, bro, I'm big, man. Man, come on. And he gave me two more. I'm like, there we go. Like, what are we doing here? Like, come on. Let's not lie to each other. Come on, man. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, all right. Uh, time to read some ads. While we're doing that, if y'all could just do us a very quick, very imp- simple, very easy favor. What's that, man? Hit that thumbs up button if you're oh, watching along with us on YouTube. Do that. Helps us out a lot. Takes you less than half a second. Do it for Joey, uh, Texas One. Of course, also make sure you are subscribed to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel if you aren't already. So you can get alerts every time we go live. Live. Tonight's episode of Post Game brought to y'all by, that's right, our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings! DraftKings! <laughs> of course, they have that incredible offer. You've heard about it already. If you haven't taken advantage of it yet, what are you waiting for? Sign up as a new customer to DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code CHGO. 
Put $5 down on any NBA action you like and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Mm. Win or lose. No matter what. That's $5 into $200. Mm. Simple math. I don't have a math degree. I know that math, though. You don't have a math degree. I don't. No, he does not. Do you? No, I do not. I don't have one. But do you understand that that 200 is a lot bigger than five? That's what I've been told. (laughs) DraftKings Sportsbook. (laughs) Plus, of course, there are those no-sweat NBA same-game parlays on DraftKings Sportsbook where you can make a parlay with all of your favorite bets for that night's action. Over-under on points, rebounds, assists, over-under on total points scored, money line, spreads. Put them all into one parlay. If it doesn't hit, no worries. Because you'll get a bonus bet back. That's the no sweat same game parlay at DraftKings. Tonight's DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game, DeMar DeRozan for the second straight night. I don't think he had 49. uh, Joey just just left his stat line from last night because it was that damned impressive. That's what he is. Tonight he finished with 24. That's called a team. On 10 of 15. 10 assists. Mm. DeMar slang 10 assists tonight. Slang Five him. boards, three steals. Three of them. DeMar, no defense to Rosen, came up with three steals tonight. And how many minutes? 41. Jesus. On Lord. top of the 52 he played last night. Sweet Jesus. This man has played 93 minutes and scored 73 points Amazing. in the last 48 hours. Amazing. That's bonkers. That is bonkers. That is bonkers yes. stuff from DeMar DeRozan, and that is why he is your bonkers DraftKings <laughs> sportsbook king of the game. Right, Paul. It was a quiet 49. <laughs> yes. Quiet 49. Hey, shout out to Wuwapi Bam, man. Say he was he found us finally. He's been looking for us for a while. Say he found us, man. Yes. Found us. We're here. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for hanging out with us, Oh, you man. mean like the YouTube channel? Yes. Yes, here we He's are. been looking for I us. I thought he meant like at the United Center. No, no, no. Like here. Like right here. He missed I, us. I saw somebody earlier in the comments was like, hey, I was looking for you guys on TV tonight. Couldn't see you. Because our, because our seats last, last night were much better, and we were right there behind the scores table. I'm sure they'll tell that story in a second. <laughs> I need to hear that one, man. That is special stuff. I didn't think we could tell that story. Oh, well, fair enough, fair enough. But I can, another time. Yeah. I can tell this about the Goose Island awesomeness. Oh, you know what? I don't know if you saw it, but in the hangout today, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin was like, hey, no plans. On sale. And Mariano's. And Mariano's. $7.99 for the 15-pack. You buy two of them, that's basically fine. I dropped what I was doing and sprinted to the Mariano's. I was so mad <laughs> that wait, the Mariano's was that again. $7.99 for 15 <laughs> 15 Are you serious? You heard what yeah. I said. Do you know how much beer costs in Australia? How much? I don't even know if you can get two beers for $7.99. These guys are, are giving you, you 15 beers for $7.99? Yeah. What, a what very a country, special Marque. on-sale special. Yes. Yeah, but still. Well, hey, Marque, miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Yes, and no plans is amazing, as you can see right there, right there. Mm-hmm. And also, some awesome, amazing ones, man. You see that tall can, that special edition Bulls one, that three one two, that matches those unis that they rocking this season. Also, they got the Berman County Stout, the Christmas IPA, the Beer Hug IPA Series, the Green Line, and of course, the Marque approved Matilda. Oh, amazing stuff. So, Goose Island's got two local locations, y'all. And they are open and ready to welcome your sexy self. So grab a beer right now from your innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room. That's at 1800 West Fulton. Or get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week. 
at the original Clybourne Brew House. That is at 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com. Locations, because it's the Goose Island Beer Company, the true taste of Chicago. Ah, Bulls win! Bulls win! Bulls win! Uh, shout out to our pal Hayes, Chicago Bulls Central, hanging oh, out in the comments saying I made TV tonight. Crazy. I, I haven't seen it. You know, when we go to the games, I record them so I can watch them back at home, but I'll have to go check that out. But also, Hayes' buddy Pat, did you notice this was... Or you guys yeah. pointed out to me. Yeah. I would not have known. He was the one doing the relay race during one of those timeouts. I was the there. Center was, floor. I didn't yeah. see it. I saw her. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I met that guy before the game. <laughs> like, it was like with the like inflatable flamingos yeah. and, and islands. And he won the whole thing. He won yeah. the whole thing? He won the whole that thing. That was oh, our nice. guy, Pat, Shut a.k.a. Up, Pat, the designer. Man. One of the co-hosts of, along with our guy, Hayes. Yes. Locked on Bulls. Yeah. Our Windy old City home Breeze too as well, man. We we got to see them yeah, at I'm upset. the Goose Island Pub in the United Center tonight before yeah. the game. I'm upset I didn't meet got y'all, to, uh Got to meet Mark, got to meet Joey, yeah. um, and it was just awesome to see those guys. Yeah. And they said, where's Big Dave? I'm sure. And I said, as always, fashionably late. <laughs> and I'm upset they I didn't get that to run into y'all, out. man. I'm upset I didn't get to run into y'all, for real, man. But, yeah, we got to hook up. We got to link up. Much love to those Bulls guys, Bulls podcast man. family, y'all. Seriously. Uh, like, man. honestly, Hazel Pat, it was so great to see yeah, you guys much tonight. love to y'all, bro, for real, man. They do a great job. I took the picture. You took uh, the picture? You know, maybe one day when I am have my own mic. Mm-hmm. I'll be in the picture. I'm sorry. Do you not have a headset with a mic attached to it? <laughs> Are you not talking to me right, right now? I also say that I offered to take the picture. So okay, all right. And did I ask Joey? Do you want me to do That's this? That's what and I'm get saying. In the I'm saying it was a joke. I offered. Mm-hmm. I said I'll take mm-hmm. it. I'll mm-hmm. take it. While you were taking the picture for us, were you also <laughs> secretly making a little Longhorn thing over on the side? No. <laughs> No. It's a straight no. Matt is laying into him tonight. <laughs> I missed Joey. You missed him? He was gone for almost a whole week. He sure was, It was man. actually just like three days. Yeah. But it felt like a lifetime. Hanging out with Snooki out there, man. He was doing his thing. <laughs> doing his Jersey Shore thing. Yeah, he was doing it. He was representing. <laughs> Handling his business, man. Joey Spath handling his business. This is what he do. Shout out I to him. I guess so. Um, all right. Uh, Joseph, we have some uh, super chats that we should get to? Mm, yes. Uh, Pete, best profile picture in CHGO, says, <laughs> I yo, why what Pete up? came first. I, I'm shocked. I don't, I don't know why. He came first because he was the first super chat. Okay. Sure. There it is. Sure. That's it. <laughs> yeah. No other reason. Mm-mm. Yo, what up? CHGO, we hyped. We are. That was an interesting game, but I'll take the W. I just, I just realized that's Joey in the photo. Oh, right. he just realized it? Oh, Joey says it every single time he puts it up. He lets us. He lets everyone know right. that is him. Pete was the, the first picture. super chat. Mm-hmm. But yes, that is me in the photo. Yes, he lets everyone know who it is. <laughs> that is Joey Spathis in hey, the picture. By the way, can, do you know who I saw in the comments who's hanging it? out with us? Who's mm. that? Mr. George Spathis. Hey, that's, that's my guy. George, George Spathis wanted me to say. Now that's my man. He wanted me to say for you, Big Dave. He wanted, he wanted me to say, Bruce, Bruce Leroy comes from classic 80s movie, The Last Dragon. Bing. Hook him. Bing. Bang. <laughs> Bing. Right, right there. there. Show enough. He, he's got it. Who's he, the master? He's got it. Come on. AK-999. With Bev hitting threes, it's hard to not imagine Lonzo with this group. Mm. Oh. Liked Kobe, P-Will, Drummond, effort, and play, lifting up the team. Io has regressed a lot, and right now is unplayable. You know what? The three-point shooting, any, and, and I think your point is right. 
uh, about Pat Bev and reminding you of Lonzo, but the Bulls hitting threes just lets you know how good this team could be if somebody could just hit threes. They were 17 of 34 tonight, 50%. Dude, they, they are shot 34 threes in 48 minutes tonight. They shot 24 threes <laughs> in 58 minutes last night. They had 40-something on Wednesday night. <laughs> ah. Oh, yeah. Three-point shooting. It's just amazing. Like, how many more wins would you have if you could just be solid from the three-point And I'm not even talking about great. I just said solid. If you're just solid from the three-point line, how many extra wins would you have, man? But – not going to dwell on it, but yeah, it was it was a good night for for Pat Bev especially. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this again. That's why you brought that kind of guy in here. Not I'm just saying I'm not saying you brought him in to be a three point shooter, but you brought him in to give you that kind of energy. Now he gave you that in that first half, and after that, you knew I personally thought was like, well, okay, he won't do that in the second half, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he didn't. He hit one and was like, you know, I'm gonna be Pat Bev, and I hope he's you know okay. Because when he went off to the bench, I kept pointing it out to you, like, hey, man, he ain't right. I don't yeah. think he could see. Like, after he got hit, I was like, I don't think he could see out Didn't there. Didn't look great. Yeah, at all, man. So, hopefully he's okay. I'm sure we'll get an update on it and everything like that. But, yeah, it was huge, it was huge having somebody other than Zach Levine hit you some three-point shots. And you see the result. We got one more super chat here from AK. He AK, says, our guy. He will needs time. Paul has a body of a 25-year-old with a mind of an 18-year-old. He's a mutant figuring out his powers. That's all I keep telling y'all. He's figuring out his powers, man. Every game you see that mutant figuring out, oh, shit, I have a tongue this long. Oh, shit, I throw fire from my fingertips. Oh, snap. You know what I mean? Like, I can jump really, really high. Like, he's he's a mutant figuring out what he can do. Between that, you calling him a mutant, and AK's uh, rest of his super chat saying when his mind catches up to his body, he'll be on side. I'm thinking of, like, you know, Professor X's, you know, X-Men school. Okay. For, you know, yes. the, the, for, yes. for the gifted and talented. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. Look at that. You know, you watch the movies and he know what it is. Look at I mean, that. I watched the original X-Men movie series with uh-huh. Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in it. Shout Sorry, out. Sir Patrick Sir Patrick and, and Sir Ian McKellen. Sir Ian McKellen. Get it right. As they deserve to yes, be called. Yes, sir. Uh, well, watch those. Did something I, piss I you off about them? Every remake of every Marvel thing ever. Actually, you do, but it counts. <laughs> what you say? It counts. I mean, like that's Patrick Williams is a student at Professor X's school right Agreed. now. Agreed. Completely agree with you right now. He has the the fire out of the chest ability, <laughs> but he needs to figure out how to aim it. Didn't Professor Professor X's school get blown up or something? It like, did. It did. <laughs> Minor details. Yes, you know what I mean? Minor Not details. Not in the first one, though, Mark K. Not in the first one. Uh, Pat, Pat's in the first, first one. In the, right. Yeah, he's in the first one. He's My in mistake. the first one. Doing My his mistake. thing. So he's figuring it out. We also have a question from C-Red UK, which I start here. Uh, question from Mark. Yes. Okay. So they were in Paris, and he said, when we watch Bulls in Paris in person, I was amazed at how smooth and definitive DeMar actually is. Mm. What struck you about seeing DeMar in person, or I guess I'll just throw in anybody in person for that matter. That's a good question. Yeah. um, Similar to the thing that I said about uh, Pat before, like these are large humans, (laughs) extremely large humans. Like DeMar is six foot six, and the way he can move and operate, same thing for Zach, like the speed and burst he has as a guy that's six foot five is ridiculous. So again, like, Someone walking around at six, six five, six foot six, like that would be the biggest guy you see. Like the, you guys are tall, 
You're not six foot six, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But like the way, the way Demar just moves his feet for a guy that tall. I just don't understand how these guys are just so <laughs> athletically gifted. So that that that, that certainly struck out, struck, struck me uh, straight away. But I th- we all know Demar takes tough shots. Some of the shots he takes are absolutely absurd, but mm. somehow they still go in. That aspect of it, like. I don't know, just leapt off the page. I guess you, you can see that on TV. You recognize that on TV. Mm-hmm. But when you see him, like the defender literally here on his hand and somehow DeMar's just ta- just shooting over the top of the, the guy's fingers, like you can mm-hmm. see that in person. And, you, and you're just marveling, sing, sitting there going, how is this yeah, actually He operates happening? with this much space. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. And makes it look like clockwork. Yeah. That much space in the air on the jumper, like at the top of the hand, that much space where his feet are, that much space in terms of body-to-body contact. It's just insane. And like it's, how it's crazy how when you're watching it uh, you know, in person like that, when you see a shot come off DeMar's hands, yeah. you can tell, like, oh, that's yeah. in. Yeah. Like, that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. When he shoots it in rhythm like that. Yeah, yeah. no, it's true. Contested or not, yeah. you're like, got to his spot. Shot it in rhythm. Yeah. Automatic. Bang. And it's wild because you can see in person or on television, you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. You're like, nope, that's it. Nope, that's money. Nope, that's the one. No matter where he's shooting it from. And shout out to him as well because he took some deep shots. He's taking more deep yeah. shots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I've seen him taking a while, man. So shout out to him for, for that kind of thing as well, man. Like, he, you know how much I, I scream about just taking a rhythm shot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just take it. If it's there, I don't care if you airball it or whatever, but you're supposed to take the rhythm shot. And he has definitely been taking those rhythm shots. Two or four from the three-point line. Yep. That's that's what I need him at right Four there. or six last night, two or three the night before. Come on. Mm-hmm. To your point. Yeah, he's definitely taking more threes lately. Yeah. All rhythm threes as well. Yes. Uh we got, uh, we got some more Super Chats rolling in here. The Dukes, shout out to the Dukes, Dukes. said, I thought of it with Pat, more Dukes. like he's going through puberty, but I like the X-Men <laughs> idea better. Anywho, Bulls keep giving us hope with games like these. I'm ready to be heard again. You clearly shout out Cody. also tune in to CHO Cubs with shout our pal out. Cody Del Mendo, shout out. who's always ready to be heard always again. Uh, Duke, ready to the be Duke heard. Uh, tunes in top. CHO Cubs, he tunes into CHO Blackhawks, CHO Bears. I saw Bears. him tune into CHO Bears, oh, he when, the Bulls, or when the Bears did that trade down. He Bears. not only tunes into CHO Bears, he's funding the operation right now. So. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> we, we appreciate they like to say it. any and all sizes of Super Chat. We take that over here too, small. Duke. Hey, Duke, we but take I that over here. I saw some of those Super Chats you were throwing the Bears crew, Dukes. Just saying. Duke, I saw him. We take it over here too, Duke. He we likes to watch well. all CHO shows from his Duke Island, as the Bears Duke guys call Island. it. <laughs> Stanislavico, he said, love the sequence of Kobe drawing an offensive foul on Jimmy. Yeah. More on that later. Hitting a three on the next play and then laying Jimmy out on the next defensive play. Loved all of that. They frustrated Jimmy tonight. They really did. Um, he To the point he started doing those Jimmy Butler things. You know what I mean? Like, f- the flops were coming out. You know what I mean? The, the go up and up, like, the the hooking you you know like that let me hook you and then go up with the shot kind of thing veteran moves you know what i mean and it works you know what i mean how many free throws did he have 10 10 eight free ten. throws that's a that's a regular jimmy night you know what i mean that's a normal jimmy night eight to ten from the three free throw line 24 points but it wasn't that dominant jimmy butler performance and they were kind of setting it up for him to have that especially when that comeback happened you, he was still on that bench in the fourth quarter resting, mm-hmm. and I kept telling Joey, he wasn't listening to me, but I kept telling Joey, like, yo, man, he's coming back in about a good, you know, five minutes, six minutes, he's going to be back in the game, you know, doing his thing. And that's what happened. 
He came back in, but the Bulls didn't fold on it, you know. Like I said, Kobe was solid against him, and Patrick Williams was solid against him defensively. So, and also hitting shots and hitting key three-pointers keeps that kind of Jimmy Butlerism away from you mm-hmm. because when it's a closer game, then he can just go to work like DeMar DeRozan would do. You know, just go to work in the post, you know, hit those shots or, you know, go ahead and uh, get to the free throw line and do those kind of things. So, But they, they did a solid job against tonight, I thought. Perfect night for me. I'm a big Jimmy stan. Yeah. I thought he played well tonight. 24 points, 8 of 13 shooting. Was probably their Heat's best player for the yeah. most of the game tonight. Yeah, true. I got to see Jimmy in person. He had a good game. Yeah. Balls won. I forgot. Yeah, this is your first SC. You got yes. Yeah. This is true. Yes. So uh, in that sense, like Jimmy playing well in a loss against the Bulls, mm-hmm. perfect for me. Perfect. Perfect for me. Perfect scenario. And so setup. to uh, unless of course you were secretly rooting for a Bulls loss. <laughs> no, just no, just me. Okay. Just, just you. you. Just you. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Get your logic out of here. Go somewhere. <laughs> Well, once here tonight. So, sorry to interrupt your Jimmy love, Mark. Continue. Yeah, how dare you? No, look, there's nothing more to say. I, I, I got to see Jimmy. Uh, I love Jimmy. I'll always love Jimmy. I wish he's still here in Chicago, but uh, it is what it is. Man, feels like a lifetime ago now, doesn't it? It was a lifetime yeah, ago. Five, five, three years ago. Six years ago. We're done, you know? He's out of here. <laughs> Our guys, Liam, another big Jimmy Butler oh fan in the comments saying, Jimmy Butler is a saint. Liam's worse than you, by the way. <laughs> That's we, just my over opinion. lunch today, we were talking about Jimmy still being a bull. So <laughs> <laughs> that was a conversation that was had. Uh, Brooms in the comments saying, oh, man, Mark K seeing Jimmy live. Yeah. Shout out. Smiling. That's with a tear. Hmm? That's that's our guy Barton. Oh, shout out to Barton. Shout out Barton. Um, I like this though from Laura Lou, one of our regulars. Shout out, Laura saying, Lou. Uh, Jimmy couldn't foul bait his way to the finish line. <laughs> Sad. Talk that shit, Laura Lou. Sad. Demar Rosen is on your team. <laughs> You've got one of the biggest grifters on your team. There we go. There's oh, a, there's a good it is, Duke. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about, Duke. That's what I'm talking about. The Duke. Duke. Do your thing. John Thank Wayne. Thank you, the Duke. The Duke. Do your thing, sir. He said we're always welcome on Duke Island. I'll give you a nice B-side villa. Mark Carmen only gets a shack. <laughs> <laughs> Carm catching strays on late night Bulls post game. Yeah, seriously, man. Listen, I'm going to be on the beach. Y'all handle that. I'm going to be on the beach of Duke Island hanging out with hey, Mark man. K. Me and Mark K going to be chilling. All right? How, so many, y'all how many games the Bulls got left? Uh, Cancun on three. <laughs> Duke, Island, Duke, on Island, on Duke three. Island on three. Duke Island on three. We going out there to hang out, man. Appreciate you, Duke, though. Thank you very much, man. Much love to you, Much sir. obliged, Duke. You're Appreciate welcome it. back anytime, sir. Um, though I must at least casually say, love Mark Carmen. Oh, without a doubt. Carm's the, Carm's the man. Carm's the man, dog. Silly Bears take sometimes? Silly Chicago sports take sometimes? The man. Unquestionably. Yeah. <laughs> Still a fantastic human being. Yeah. Incredible person, man. Uh, all right. We got to take one more quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up. Hopefully, maybe, hear from the GOAT at the UFC. Get his thoughts on tonight's game. You go, Nick. But in the meantime, Big Dave. Uh-huh. Take it away. Hit that thumb. Matt Pitt. Yeah. What time is it? Game time, who? Mm, see, that's it. Whispered it. <laughs> that man was ready. Ready to go. Doing the same. Because it's game time. The hot new ticket site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and 
shows. Everything that's in that season, y'all never good up in the online course. I don't play for a season of the concert. It's not possible with the games. I'm the biggest last minute price drops can be found in the season that you can never ever buy because you won't find better deals this season to see the shit archibald. And just like here at CHGO, I think I broke my cake. It's just like here at CHGO. It was created by the fans and for the fans. And it guarantees you, your wonderful, awesome, intelligent sex itself, the lowest price possible. So, if you love CHGO, and we know that you do. Oh, we know oh, that you I do. had a microphone. Oh, dude, do you see how I set it up too? I fit the soul because I was like, he gonna hear me when I say so. And then I went slow. And I was looking at him. I was yeah. like, is he gonna be ready? You guys saw. Ready? I just had the Sorry. computer blocking my button. Too mm-hmm. busy checking the box score from the text. <laughs> <laughs> Hook him hard. Hook him. Then your love game time, y'all. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join the 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because, Marque, what time is it? Game time. Who? Oh, like that. Oh, my God. Little that on you. That was a different flavor. A little something on you right there. Man, I like my that. Lord. I like that right there. Yeah, we need to get Marque in the tunnel. <laughs> What's that? Bring that back. What's the tunnel? What, where they thing? meet up at to before they get out to the game. They do the game. Before time the players run out on the court beginning of the game. Uh, yeah. like, that's where the what time is it game time who yeah. chant was done Correct. by the old bull dynasty right team. In the tunnel. It was in the tunnel right before they took I the I thought court. you meant it was like a, the tunnel was a recording studio or something <laughs> like that. And you needed me to lay down a truck or two. Right. Because <laughs> right, yeah, I know where all the cool hip recording studios Actually, are. Actually, there right? is a, a place called the tunnel in New York with, with a lot of hip hop and shit going on. But, you know, that's different. Tonight's episode also brought to you by our friends at ComEd. ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting, to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Mm. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device mm. and track your facility's energy usage and even more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor and outdoor lighting and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. So here's what you do. Visit comed.com slash poweringbiz, that's B-I-Z biz, right now to start saving money and energy to start a project contact them 1-855-433-2700 for more information you can also email them business ee at comed.com or public sector ee at comed.com see lord lou marquee auditioning for the backstreet boys <laughs> hilarious backstreet's back all right all right uh joining us go talk on the goat talk hotline go talk. that's what i'm talking about that's why he's there with me. That's why he's the goat. The goat. <laughs> it don't get old, man. It's, it don't get old. It's so good every it time. Old, bro. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, old. our friend Will the Goat Golly. Follow him on Twitter at Will underscore Golly for all of his Bulls reporting, tidbits, and updates. Quaff King. Read everything he's writing for us at allchgo.com. Will. Hi. Hello. Uh, let's get this uh, taken care of first. Thank you for relaying us 
to your pal, Sean, the United Center security guard. Uh, awesome to finally meet him tonight and get that photo op. You, you got to just make friends with everybody who works security on the UC floor so we can just slowly take over that place. Sean is the man. That was awesome. That's all I have wow. to say about that. So That's great. great. <laughs> so great. Uh, to Sean. Hard shift. What can you tell us? What maybe did Billy have information-wise on Alex Caruso and Patrick Beverly, who both endured various injuries in this game tonight? Yes, indeed. Um, we'll start with Patrick Beverly. He apparently was poked in the eye, um, had a little blurry vision, and I guess asked to come out, which is why the Bulls closed the game with Patrick Williams instead. Um, we didn't get too much of an update on Alex Caruso. Oh, and, and um, we talked to Patrick after the game, and he said he was fine, but um, just got a little scratch or something like that. But he seems to be fine. Um, does not seem too serious. Caruso left the game, obviously, early um, in the second quarter and was not able to come back. This is something that he's been managing for a while now. Um, Billy's brought it up a couple times at practice because he's been on the injury report, whether it was questionable or probable, that he's going to have to manage this through the course of the season with him being sick, with him uh, playing minutes last night in the back-to-back. Billy mentioned that it might be something that he needs to monitor tonight. And um, I'm not sure if there was like an incident where he, there was like an acute moment where he injured it or if it was just soreness and he felt like he had to come out, but uh, he was not able to play. And this is something that, again, the Bulls are going to have to manage moving forward. So they have been really careful with Caruso all year. The minutes are down, I think, by four or five. Um, than last year, but you know they'll have to uh, monitor this. And frankly, it doesn't sound great. Don't want him to be missing games. Mm. Well, this was such an interesting win uh, for the Bulls, uh, especially if you're looking in the scoring column, because usually you can look at it and see one player dominating for the team. But the Bulls had six players in double figures, and it felt like more of kind of a team win for them um, than more than I can previously remember. Uh, what what was it that you can attribute this to uh, tonight? Because, you know, like I said, Patrick Williams was taking over for them. I'm sorry, Patrick Beverly took over for them in the in the first half, and they just continued as a team uh, going into that second half to get this victory. Yeah, I think that that's like the output is the Bulls figured out a way to win when, you know, it wasn't necessarily super reliant on Zach and Damar. And the input is, well, this was a completely different way that the team was defending the bulls from last night right it was one-on-one zach and damar and you can't really like guard both of those guys and what happened was they scored 88 points um tonight totally different story they were helping really hard they were playing um at the nail which is like you know pretty aggressive scheme and then just trapping and double teaming damar and zach you know at, at certain points whenever they would touch the ball and that's when patrick beverly rattled off like 14 in a row um they just need to find different ways to win. And I think they kind of did that. So it's just like Patrick Beverly said this, Billy Donovan said it, Zach said it. It's like the game presents different challenges and you have to figure out a way to work around them. They've struggled with that at times. And that's, I think, why the Heat were able to make a little run there in the third and fourth quarter. But credit to them, they executed and they had guys that were willing to take and make shots. Kobe played great. Patrick Williams played great. And I, I think this is a big step for them just in terms of finding other ways to win, not over-relying on DeMar. This is something that obviously we've been talking about all year, but to to get those shots, and obviously they're not always going to go in, but I think just from a process standpoint, that was that was really good to see. 
We haven't talked about uh, Vooch tonight. We haven't necessarily talked about the center rotation either. But interestingly, Vooch played 39 minutes tonight. Uh, Billy really didn't really go with the backup center tonight much of the night. I mean, Andre Drummond had about six minutes. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. played about two or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly against a smaller Heat team, Bam only played 34 minutes. They don't really have a backup center. What did you make of the, the center rotation tonight and the fact that the Bulls stayed big even though the, uh, the Heat mm-hmm. went smaller in, in uh, that fourth quarter period as well? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the the numbers right now because it just felt like the Bulls got pretty badly roasted whenever Vooch was off the court, which, as you said, was not very many minutes tonight. He played 38. Um, Drummond was plus six in six minutes. Dirk Jones got in for a couple of minutes, didn't really have much of an impact. I think he uh, really wanted to just try something else, go to a more switchable lineup. But that's kind of, again, I think what the, the challenge that the Heat present is just different than the Timberwolves playing Rudy Gobert or the Kings playing DeMontis Bonus. It's just kind of a different game. And I think it's good to have some sort of flexibility there. So uh, we haven't seen much of Derek Jones since trade deadline. I'm not sure how much he'll be in the rotation. Andre Drummond has been really good at times. He has made some not so great plays. I think there were a couple of those tonight, which probably um, encouraged Billy to, to lean on Vooch a little bit more than you might like after a, a double overtime game. But Vooch has been the steady anchor. Like, he does not get enough credit, obviously. But I think the four of us all agree that he is just a fantastic, important piece. But um, it's games like this where it kind of stands out that, like, you really don't have another super reliable option. I think that speaks to the lack of depth, but also just how good Vooch is. Um, Any concern from your perspective, Will, on the heavy burden of minutes uh, that DeMar and also Zach mm-hmm. have played in these last two games back-to-back. Mm-hmm. I mean, DeMar in particular, I think 50, 52 minutes last night, 41 minutes tonight. And I ask more so about DeMar because he seems to have last night been laboring some sort of nagging injury that he played through, and if it was bothering him, played through again tonight. But, you know, DeMar is a vet who just played – damn near 100 minutes in two nights <laughs> it's it's crazy when you say it like that um but he is a machine he's a terminator he does not miss games but i think this year we kind of learned that if he is experiencing some serious soreness or pain that he will take time off um the bulls are kind of in this stretch run right now though where they can't really afford to have to not have demar out there to not have zach out there like they need every single one of these men's they uh wins they need those guys out there for every single one of those minutes. Um, and they have like a super tough stretch here with games. You know, they had two straight weeks basically with only two games apiece, And now they're kind of getting backloaded here for the final stretch. So they're going to just have to play through it or risk missing the play. in. that's, I think that's kind of where they are right now. And they, they've just got to figure out a way to overcome. Well, uh, we saw Javante green was listed as uh, questionable uh, tonight. When do you think, and just, you know, spitballing, when do you think Javante will make his return to the court? Super interesting question because um, there's not very many games left. There's 12 games left, and he hasn't played since January. Um, it does seem like all of a sudden he has been making some progress. He put together a couple straight days, which is a big step in terms of his recovery, where he was able to do contact, where he was able to do like full-on cutting, dynamic jumping, all that stuff that you want to see out of him. But um, I guess there was, I, I don't want to call it a setback, but 
know, he, he was feeling it a little bit, I think just from hard workouts the past couple of days today. So when he did get upgraded to questionable, he eventually got downgraded back to doubtful and, and out. Um, I was pretty skeptical that we would see Javante back, but it does seem like he's trending in that direction. But at the same time, like they're running against the clock here with him. And does it make sense to try to like throw him back into the mix with two or three games left in the season and, or even during the play in tournament when he hasn't played in months. So it's, it's a tricky one. They're going to have to figure that out with the doctors, but all of a sudden it does seem like more of a realistic possibility because a week ago, if you would have asked me, I definitely would have said he was going to just be out for the year. Kobe, no, you're not, you're not Kobe. You're the guy. I was going to ask you a question about Kobe. We were talking long and, and uh, about Kobe before and the fact that he's starting to round into some form now. Close the game tonight was really big, hitting some threes. Interested to get your thoughts on how on Kobe's performance tonight. He was awesome. I mean, obviously the big shot making, and as we said before, like they needed somebody to shoot. The way that the Heat were defending, getting really aggressive against Zach and Demar, to have another shooter out there. It's like the same trope that we've been you know, preaching this whole year is like, if Kobe can hit shots and do all the other stuff, he's going to earn minutes. And with Caruso out with Patrick Beverly, um, I think he had five fouls. Um, they needed somebody out there who was willing to shoot threes. So the the fact that the shots went in, I think that's kind of like a, you know, that's going to be sort of a roller coaster with him. He's been streaky, but it was all the other stuff. I thought his defensive rotations were really solid. Um, he got kind of like put in the goal a few times by Jimmy Butler, but that's going to happen. But the six assists, I thought the the continued effort to move the ball when the Heat would trap and just like quickly finding the next guy, creating the next advantage for the next guy, that's the stuff the Bulls have to do much better, and they have been doing better. And I think Kobe's a big piece of that. So he's been playing really well. He's been really impressive. I've not always been a big Kobe guy, but he has totally won me over this year. He's been fantastic. I mean, this is uh, as well as I could have hoped that he would play. Mm. Um, all right, real quickly before we get to everybody's goon, because this is another Bulls W, uh, a couple more Super Chats. Jimmy Lit World, one of Mark K's people down there in Australia, said, what do you all think about the next two Philly games? Best result we can hope for is one and one, assuming we can beat a Philly team with Embiid. Uh, yet, no, we done can't. It. We can't beat a Philly team with Embiid. So if Embiid plays in both of those games, my prediction is 0-2. Yep, that's been your Sorry, prediction. Sorry, that's not me being an ass. That's just me taking a look at the track record. Yeah, and seeing that he's never, ever, ever lost against Embiid the Bulls. has never lost yeah. to the Bulls. And, and they are on fire right now. Whew. Philly yeah. is definitely on fire. I mean, fire. making yeah, no, no, no. a legitimate late-season MVP push mm-hmm. on Jokic yeah. as the Nuggets are floundering. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Have you seen who is the new 10th seed in the Eastern Conference? Talk that shit, Will. <laughs> Talk that shit, Will. Talk it. Talk it, baby. Ours locked up. I think he was being sarcastic. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk it with him. The Quaff told me he wasn't. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the Bulls being back in the play-in, AK threw us one more super chat saying, sadly, the Bulls have to play this hard just to make the play-in, then have to win two play-in games just to earn the prize to play four games against the Bucks. That's how it goes, man. Hey, what we here for? We here to win. Yes, That's what it is. Do, That's what we here to do. We don't, we don't easy. What you want right. it easy? Nah, bro. We out here to win. Well, what, what else are we here to do, Big Dave, before win. we get out of here? Win, 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 win. You know yeah. that song, Joey. And? And. F everything else. Win, 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 win. <laughs> Give me that goon of the night, Joey. Hit me with it, please, one time. I'm glad I called that guy. <laughs> Allow me the pleasure of introducing you to Blade 
Blazer. Blazer. And my fitness consigliere. Goon of the nighttime. Bulls victory. So the belt is up. It looks better hanging out with Marquette, though. I like when you hang out with you. Right. Goon of the night is what it's about, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Peck, who is your goon of the night? Sir? I would like to give my goon of the night love to Sean. Mm. Our guy working hard every night mm. to keep the United day. Center safe, to keep the Bulls players and staff safe, mm. and for giving us a quick little photo op opportunity Right there on Benny the Bull logo at Center Court tonight. Appreciate him for listening. And I am very glad that we have somebody who works on the floor security at the United Center Mm -hmm. in our corner. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Love that. Nothing wrong with that at all. He's also an incredibly nice guy. He is. He is. Awesome human being. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mark Legend, Legend of a bloke. Um, I'll have to go Pat Bev again. We, didn't, we didn't give it to him, to uh, the, the goon last night. You, you won no, that. No, Dave won that. I won that. <laughs> Dave won <laughs> the goon last night. I, I won. Can I read you something? Can sure. I, can, oh, can I read you something? I showed, the, I showed Matt this before. Yeah, but uh, I got a, uh, a message on Messenger today. My mum's mm-hmm. been communicating me while I'm Ooh. on my, mm-hmm. on my Shout broad. out Mark A. Mom. I, I got a brief FaceTime wave with Mark's mom she oh, when he got to the studio. Oh, yeah. man, I'm yeah. jealous, man. Shout out Mark's mom. Hi. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> she watched yesterday's episode and she said, hey, I watched your podcast yesterday. Your mates are cool. <laughs> Loved how he gave him he gave himself the goon of the day. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. So uh, I just wanted to put that on the, uh, on the Shout on out. Shout but, out Mark um, A. Moms, man. I, I'm going with Pat Bev. 14 points in like two and a half, four, three minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. And after he hit that third three, just in the crowd, revving that crowd up, yeah. doing the too small thing again tonight. The yeah. man was on one tonight. But yeah. the other reason why I'm going for Pep Bav tonight, can I read you guys a quote that he gave oh, after please. the game? Mm-hmm. This is Pep Bev on. Hmm? I want to say it. <laughs> oh, oh, go want to yeah. say it? Do you know, no, do you know which quote I'm going with? Uh, well, this, I, there's two. They're both pretty good, but you read one. You read well, one. Well, I'm, I'm going the Billy angle. Maybe you were going somewhere else, but uh, this is okay, Pat Bev on Billy. He says, I've got a coach that believes in me and understands what I bring to the game of basketball. Ooh. I'm fortunate to be able to play under a coach like Billy. Oh. you got a coach like that who believes in you. Oh. You don't want to let him down. Sexy. I'm just having fun. Sexy! Yeah. Oh, I know you love that part. The coach like Billy that believes in me? Okay, I feel you. I see where you at. I goon. see where you at. That's that- my goon. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a second that's, studio that's, with a door that closes, Mark, if you need a little private time right now after reading that Billy quote. Some Roman wipes ready to go. Quaff <laughs> <laughs> King, please, sir. Oh, I, I broke the quaff. Excuse me. I didn't mean to break you. I didn't mean to break you. I didn't mean to break you. That's my fault. That's my fault. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. Um, all right. I am, I'm also going, Pat Bev. I'm also going to read you guys a quote, and this is why. It's a different reason, Mark. But he gave me, last year, we, we know the, the famous chicken parm quote from Billy. That was my favorite quote of the year. This is my favorite quote of the season, hands down, and the reason why Patrick Beverly is the game of the night. Somebody asked him about, Cody Westerland, our guy, asked him about hyping up the crowd and why he keeps doing the too little taunt, and this is what he had to say. Great quote. I'm so excited to read this. Just having fun, getting lost in basketball, just like what you guys do when you're up night writing a story. You got your little headphones on, you catch the vibe, you know, just getting lost in your craft. And then after, uh, after he asked about the too little taunt, he said, again, it's just getting lost in the craft, lost in the craft. Just like if you were to write a story, you got done with it, and he was like, oh, I fucking killed this. You know, it's the same way, just getting lost in basketball. 
<laughs> I love that. Amazing. Amazing. I love that. He like it because that's what Will does. That's such a great <laughs> when Will nails a story. Oh, that's what he does. <laughs> I'm literally doing exactly. Do, that do right. you <laughs> really, do you I often feel, think I that about sweet. your stuff, Will, when you're done writing? I fucking crushed that. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'm doing this right now as we speak. I've got my little headphones on. I'm typing I mean, away. I've got my recorder in. I'm about to fucking kill this post game story. <laughs> Talk it. Talk that stuff. Uh, will the good guy leave? I love show. it, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Honest, I mean, like it. It's. I do not intend for this to sound cheesy at all. It's earnest. Hearing him talk about it like that way as a craft, and certain professional athletes who understand and have a respect for for what the media side of this do in the great world of sports and entertainment that is sport. Mm-hmm. A lot of athletes, I think, put up with the element of that job that is talking to the media yeah. at morning shoot-around and after every game. And clearly, sometimes they're fed up with it, and I think they have a right to be occasionally fed sure, up with it. Sure. How would any of us like Absolutely. that, you know, dealing with that? Yeah. Multiple microphones shoved in our face For multiple times games. a day, every day. While 82 we're games. Right. Yes. But to have that understanding and appreciation for it like to draw that parallel to what will and his fellow people on the beat do yeah that's just really cool of him I, that is really cool I, that is awesome man i like that a lot uh longhorn spathis who, who is your goon of the night sir my goon of the night is texas longhorns oh, power oh. forward <laughs> dylan DeSue, 27 but if it's not dylan DeSue, even though it should be got the post game shout out from kevin durant it is kobe white okay kobe white for the sequence yeah. knocking the ball away from jimmy total effort play draws a foul Great comes point. back hits a big shot yeah I also know, fouled a three-point shooter so you got a little bit of that goonage in there as well i know that goonage. that excited big dave um and so i'll go with the uh, kobe white also i like that. i like that okay all right, those are, those are wonderful. All right, well, Goon of the Night. <sighs> Let me tell you something. It was going to go to Sean, to be real with you. It really was. But I got to give it to Patrick Beverly. Oh, <laughs> I got to give it to Patrick Be- Not one, but two quotes of foolishness. And then the three points that he hit, the three pointers that he hit, the back to back way that he did it, the way he ignited the crowd. And I was listening on the radio. Chuck Swirsky said, make this man the mayor of the city. <laughs> he lost his mind, all right? They lost their minds about Patrick Beverly. He was amazing tonight. He set the whole tone for the team. And, yeah, it was great seeing him out there, man, doing what he does best. Patrick Beverly, sir, for you, this is the second time already since you've been here that you have won Goon of the night congratulations sir congratulations yes well done Come i wasn't at have. the game like that's the thing par i was on my way to the game i was late i was on my way to the game so i was handling business you know what i mean family is always first for me par so i was handling business so yeah gotta I have to the, the game. game on live on the radio yeah. on your way to the game i was on my way and chuck swirsky was losing his beautiful mind shout out to Swirsky, man friend of the show our guy chuck and i know we're running long here but <laughs> in honor of pat bev winning goon yes can we run have just some quick pat bev trivia oh in sure. relation to the pat bev effect come on with right? it come on with it pat bev's been here for 11 games bulls are seven and four through those 11 games mm-hmm. where do you think their winning percentage ranks in that 11 in the number one games across the nba wrong yeah across the nba wrong <laughs> 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 um, quick wrong for joe 10th 
Peck? I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Eighth. Eighth. Goat. People in the comments, come on, let's go. Hit him. I don't know. Uh, you're too slow. You're too slow. Sixth. Sixth. Wow. Sixth. You were close. That's pretty good. That's Sixth. pretty good. That is pretty damn good. Offensive rating the Bulls have had since Pat Bev's been here. Where they are. Uh, I know Will wrote a column recently about wait, how they just bumped saw, up to wait, eight. I know this. Offensive rating. Yeah, they're they're sixth. They were sixth. Sixth. Fourth. Yeah, right there. Defensive rating since Pat Bev's been here. Second. First. Right. Third. Sixth. Sixth. Yeah. Net rating since Pat Bev's been here. Oh, God. Fourth. Fourth in offense First. and sixth in defense. Second. Second. Yeah. Second. The Bulls with Pat Bev have been a legitimately good team. This just adds to the goonage tonight. So yes. uh, shout out Man. to Pat Bev. I like that. One, uh, one more, doing things. Uh, one more addition to that. One more Pat Bev quote. Yes, sir. I don't have the actual thing right in front of me. But basically, <laughs> somebody asked him. somebody asked him essentially that, like, you guys have been amazing since you've been here seven and four like what do you think about that and he said i think we should have been nine and two I they had two that. game winners should we should nine and two that's good that's a good that is some goon that's stuff. more good yeah shit. that is goon shit Hand. yeah he deserved it he earned that he earned this tonight <sighs> sir pat bev you earned this sir right here this I is mean, for you when for you we all sat here after the pat bev to the bulls news broke on the buyout market and said well good basketball fit i don't know does not exactly fill an exact hole that they have, but what do we all say? So what do we say? We won't be bored. Patrick Beverly's Chicago arrival will bring entertainment. It like, has done that. Like, bring them here. And it's also brought them better basketball, apparently. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, is this the part where I take my victory lap for saying we sh the Bulls should have gone after Pat Bev instead of Russell Westbrook? Take it. Take it. Take I'm going to run around the studio. Take the lap, later. sir. I'm, I'm doing some Take laps. the lap. I'm doing some laps. Run around. Run it around. Run. Run it around, anyone, sir. Anyone who wanted Westbrook Basket, for basketball reasons, mm -hmm. misguided. Well, for, if if they wanted them for entertainment reasons Clippers the same way. Looking <laughs> all I'm saying is I, I, all I'm saying is I wanted Pat Bev. The Bulls are 2 and one here while I'm here. Yeah. Maybe I should be running the show. Oh, talk that shit. Wow. Okay. I love it. Will on, talking shit. On that Joey note. Joey talking shit. Mark K talking shit. This is a <laughs> wonderful thing out here, sir. I like this a lot. <sighs> we got to go. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Matt shuts it down. Sure, we got to go. <laughs> uh, Will, thank you for joining us. Hey, He's Will, love the corduroy jacket, by the way, sir. A lot of people can't pull that off. I'm just letting you know. Tonight. A lot of people can't pull that off, brother. Will underscore Gottlieb on Okay, Joseph, really? Why? Was, it, was, that a, was that a Texas Longhorns young know. people dance? What is this? I don't even know what that was. It's uh, it's like that no, name I, for that no, dance. No, I get what he was trying to do. We're dancing, sounds, baby. We're sounds dancing. Sounds like the Philadelphia Flyers logo. but no, he, I know what he was trying to do but that's it's that called the gritty all right terrible it was, it was right. i can't Hot wait trash. to texas lose i can't <laughs> wait to <Texas> lose. <laughs> my main priority for the rest of this tournament is rooting for the longhorns to lose i'm rooting for you that's Joe. so whack yeah because i'm rooting that. for you that's Joey. so whack y'all a bunch of haters i hope you win i hope you win joe i'm rooting for, uh, I'm rooting for texas man if you want a bunch of weird texas stuff follow joey on twitter at joey's <laughs> he's joey 1k our beautiful producer slash friend uh mark k is at mk hoops big day bow be WL Sports, Bam. Bulls underscore Peck. We are CSJ underscore Bulls. Yep. Off tomorrow, back in action Monday. Monday. Bulls, Sixers. Stay tuned. Woo. That one's on the road. We might be watching at a bar here in West Loop and would love for you all to join us. Um, until then, for everybody here, love you, Bulls Nation. See you right, be good. Peace. Oh.